Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the old MCU crew. It's Monday morning. Just going back to sleep. What? That's how he starts this week right there. Ladies and gentlemen. Let's start the show completely random. Bronze, can you give me a Yoshi impersonation, please? Give me a little bit of Yoshi here. Oh, what does he say? Yoshi. Uh, Yoshi says, Yoshi. Yeah. Like that. Yeah. He talks? I thought he just goes, Blum. What? what? He goes, Venom. Venom. <laughs> yeah, he says, Venom. <laughs> not Venom. Like, <laughs> no, he's like, Blum. You know, when you like get Are you making this what, noise? What? That Hold on. Moves? What game? You have making... you played a Yoshi game before? <laughs> have you played a game with Yoshi in it? I'm not calling you out. I'm just asking. Like, it's okay. Yoshi's a terrible Mario character. We can just get that out of the way. I'm waiting to see. Bronze, I'm in the same boat boat as you. I feel like this is a trap, but I feel like you also need to say it. (laughs) Wait, but doesn't he he make that sound when he, like, eats people? How could he make a sound if he has a person in their mouth? Because he when he pulls his tongue out. Okay, y'all are making me sound crazy because chat say he does make that sound. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what sound what's do the sound again? Do the sound. It's like I sort of all right. If you're ve- literally just saying venom. Venom <laughs> <laughs> She's been affected by the symbiote. Hundred <laughs> percent. That's what's I can't happened. figure out why you just won't say also, also. Yeah. That's how he sounds. <laughs> I don't remember him saying Yoshi. I just remember him doing the. He, you've never, you've obviously never been to Yoshi's Island. Yeah. Or else you would know that's how they get down. Is that the one with the different colored Yoshis? Could be. I mean, that's also Super Mario World. But yeah. God, that's a good game. What a game. What a video game. Hell of a game. You should play that if you haven't played it. Came free with your Super Nintendo Entertainment System. You're goddamn right it did. Oh, yeah. I was a Sega child. I was a Genesis kid. This explains so much. So I didn't... <laughs> Wait, what does that mean? <laughs> I don't know. That just felt like the asshole thing to say right there. <laughs> now your mind will wander uh, and try to figure out, you know, what does that explain? What What is that explain? Can you give me your best Sega? Can you give me your best that? Yeah, there was two. There was Sega, and then there was Sega. There was yes, two. the commercial Sega, obviously. Yes. Yeah. 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 It's yeah. good. It's good. It's good. Uh, I still am a little bit of a Sega fan girl, even now. I mean, because it's... I think I have those strong neural connections from that. You know, so whenever I see that Sega be logo before, like. Alien Isolation, or Total War, or a Yakuza game. I get very excited. True. I mean, I understand. I get it. Yeah. I was definitely uh, not of Camp Sega. I also, <clears throat> I never knew, and I felt like this was peak uh, uh, rich. Like, no one could be richer unless you had the two consoles. Like, no one had both consoles. Oh, yeah. And if they did, like, I never knew that person. 
I never knew someone that had both a SNES and a Sega. It just didn't happen. It was too goddamn expensive. And then, like, the Virtual yeah. Boy came out. No one had that. You would go to the kiosk at Toys R Us to play Virtual Boy, and that's it. You'd get the... I rented that from a Blockbuster. Yeah. Well, yeah, it also no just straight up... It also just straight up made your eyes bleed. True. I mean, that's they also they had knives in there in the uh, in the original skew that would just poke your eyes. It was like it was a out. weird concept. Yeah, they were like you put your eyes in and then they poke them out. It was strange. That yeah, they did that to you. Yeah, yeah. It was uh look. What I learned is that Blockbuster was the place you go to learn you don't like games. Yeah, like every game I I rented from a Blockbuster except for like I think three. I was like this game's shit, <laughs> and I never played it again. So there you go. The uh... Blockbuster video. That, what that that's how their commercial went um uh, no that's how i made it go though in my, in my oh okay uranium. i don't remember commercials for blockbuster to be honest uh, i mean like <laughs> blockbuster didn't really have they were like too big for commercials but hollywood video now they had commercials They're like yeah. come on in the hollywood video where you're the star yeah it's true yeah i never jesse you'll like this i never uh i never purchased Final Fantasy VI. I only rented it about a thousand times. I would get to the end of the game, and then I would hope that when I would return it on uh, Monday or Tuesday, that when I would go back to rent it, that the uh, memory, the the save, hadn't been deleted on the cartridge. Can I can I tell you that, something? That's an extreme sport. That is an it's, extreme sport. It is terrifying. I'd like to make a confession here today. Okay. I never owned Final Fantasy VIII. I did rent it from Blockbuster Video. And uh, Final Fantasy VIII, as you all know, has multiple discs. Uh -huh. um, I, in order to play through that game, would return, because you couldn't immediately recheck out the same thing you checked out, right? So I would return the, the like container minus one CD check out another one, replace the CD in that, re-return it so I could keep playing. So I didn't have to, so I could keep my CD because I was afraid of the same thing that you, the same problem Whoa. you had. But PlayStation had a memory confession. card. Oh, I'm aware. I didn't want to stop playing. So I'm making a confession oh, here right fair. now. To Blockbuster Video in the late 90s, or early 2000s, someone's was missing a disc in one of their in one of their things man and i'm sorry i'm so i was selfish but i wanted to see what happened with zell and uh you know them quistis and uh you know the other ones i wanted to know spoiler wasn't really worth it <laughs> bronze we gotta call the my authorities pun my punishment was right? that the last cd was utterly useless that was my punishment oh my god do young people even are they even aware of the pre-blu-ray era probably not i mean they don't even know what a blu-ray is to be honest really yeah i mean there's, there's i think no, we all no had that anything friend. anymore it's all digital right i think we all had that one friend that just treated their games horrifically oh and just had I the cds stacked on in front of the desk yeah upside down yeah, yeah. or in entertainment and, center and maybe They'd let you borrow one, but you never knew if it was going to work. Yeah. Especially for Xbox 360. Like, 
I remember trying to do everything to get those to work. Yep. But I have a friend that was like, oh, yeah, I'm done with this if you want to play it. And it's like dead space. And you're like, oh, this is cool. I could really play this game. And you just look at the state of the disc. And they would sell so many of these like horrible disc resurfacers yep. online. And some of them worked. <clears throat> I, I, I don't think I ever found one that worked personally. But some of them, you would just try anything. I remember people putting toothpaste on their discs yep. to try to get them to work. And yeah, and then I worked at a game works. store. <clears throat> the toothpaste doesn't work. Some people claim it does. I don't think it does. I think it just gums up your system. Probably. I'm going to um, need someone to take that out of context, please. <laughs> you don't think toothpaste works, that line? Toothpaste doesn't <clears throat> work. Let's get it. A, just hold on. Gums hold on. Up Sorry, your system. Was, let's get a clean, quiet on the set. Here we go, Jesse. In five, yeah. four, three. Ron's, you don't think toothpaste works? And then just edit that scene back. There we in. go. Nice. Nice. Perfect. Well done. Well done. <laughs> <clears throat> well done flipping it back on Bronze. The Sega kid. Incredible. The Sega kid, I'll right? I'll teach Always you to choose Sega. Nintendo Power. <laughs> no. I, speaking of Nintendo Power, then I swear we're gonna talk MCU. Uh I would pay a absurd amount of money to have every Nintendo Power magazine, like framed and like put away and sealed to put on a wall, because those magazine covers were like that. Those are literally my childhood. I think like the all silver Mega Man X uh, cover was ten out of ten. There was the late Legend of uh, Zelda one that was remarkable. Oh, they were all so good. Can I just tell you, in a bin in my closet at home. Not only is that Mega Man one, yeah. but every issue that is the run of the Super Mario World 3 comic and every issue that is the run of the Legend of Zelda comic. Yeah, yeah. You got them? I have them all. And they're like... Are they pristine? Far from pristine. They are, in <laughs> fact, falling apart. But I have them, and I can read those pages whenever I see fit. And let me just tell you, that <clears throat> was where I was introduced to the word chow because I, for years, thought it was... They go, Xiao Mario is what Bowser says. And I didn't know what Xiao <laughs> meant. Only later I realized he was saying, Ciao, Mario. Yeah. But uh, for years I was like, Xiao. Xiao. It sounded like a noise that was made in Mario. Yeah, it sounds so exotic. Xiao. Yeah. Right? It sounds like a Mario <laughs> or, noise. Or, Xiao. hold on. Maybe, sa maybe that's what Yoshi says when he eats someone. He says, <laughs> I believe it. Yoshi. I think yeah. Yoshi's Italian. I think he's an Italian. Dinosaur. It's a me. I mean, Yoshi. <laughs> Yoshi the dinosaur, Mario. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. I, it's Mario. Get him a back and let's go eat some eggs. Wait, no berries <laughs> or apples and then I'll poop out an egg. That's Yoshi. That's how I remember him. Mm -hmm. Is Yoshi like a person or is he like a dog this is a real is he like whoa, real is whoa. He like whoa this is a look also i whoa i uh yeah the, you know how like pluto and goofy are like it's kind of know, fucked up it's a fucked up relationship they're the same thing right i like i don't know if they're the same thing are they i think the they're same the same thing? thing and but like one is like an animal and the other is like a character and i'm kind of curious like where because Sometimes it seems like Yoshi has his own storylines. 
Hmm. And other times it uh, seems he like does. he's just there for Mario to ride around on. So he's there like, for Mario friendship to bronze. That's called yeah. And then he dies. No, because he dies like all the time. He does. Yeah. Mario just no, drops no, him no, off no, and he kills him. And it's like, okay, so where does he land? Like, is he a person? Because you don't see Mario riding around on Peach. <laughs> some of the modern stuff we don't, you know. the, we don't visit the same websites <laughs> <laughs> let's talk marvel let's talk marvel hey uh that what if show came out uh but before we even get to that guys i i watched all of uh daredevil season one and season two and for some reason i thought you know maybe i'm gonna watch defenders again why? Why'd you Defenders might be the worst thing that Marvel's ever done. It's real bad. I finished it last night. It's awful. It's act. I don't. I don't remember how I watched that the first time through and like watched it in full. It's really bad. I don't know when was the last time you guys saw Defenders? Because I'm gonna tell you now. Don't make it soon. Because it's man, it's not good at all. The first couple episodes are like okay, and then they start fighting. They have like this weird scene where they're all underground and there's like the bones of a dragon around them and shit. They're all like, all right, let's do this. Let's defend the city. And then like Wu-Tang Clan starts playing and it's the most yep. awkward thing because none of the choreography looks good and it just looks like I'm watching a Power Rangers show <laughs> with Marvel characters. I, it's not good. It's not a good time. I don't know how they fucked it up that bad. That's all I have yeah, to say. Yeah, I never finished Iron Fist or defenders it's, it's bad the only reason i watched and watched till the end is so that i had that straight jump in to daredevil season three because obviously what happens at the end of defenders happens and then it goes straight into uh daredevil season three which is arguably pretty good but yeah i think it might be you know we haven't done our official rankings yet but uh i'm you know might be worse than thor 2 might be up there or down there whatever you want to call it bad time which is why we shouldn't include them because no matter what the vast majority of the, the marvel shows on netflix are going to be towards the bottom and it's just unfair punisher unfair. and daredevil will be up there <laughs> not up there but like in the middle punisher punisher season one hell yes yes i don't know how i feel about punisher i have to go back and watch punisher season two it's great punisher season one is incredible Season two, I'll ha I'd have to go back and because I feel I feel like it was a little meandering. No, it's great. There's the the pilgrim. Remember him? Remember the pilgrim? Mm. I mm, I mm. don't know that it's great. I don't know. I think it's pretty great. I, I think uh, it might have episodes of greatness, but overall, yeah, I don't know. I got I got issues. I don't know. I don't know. I will say, hey, uh, you know, there's a few, there's a few great shows from Marvel Netflix that yeah. exist. Episodes or and shows? Then shows. Okay. Some of them, are, and then there's, you know, yeah, that's all right. <laughs> Marvel Netflix is a weird beast because there's like <laughs> half a season of, uh, you know, a show is great, and then another half is like kind of whatever. It happens all the time yeah. with well, they, Netflix shows. Yeah, they split them in half, right? The first six episodes are like an arc, and then the back half yeah. is like an arc within the first half arc also coming to a conclusion somehow and tying it in together. 
Yeah. That even that even happens in um uh Daredevil. It's Daredevil whole, like, Punisher and Electra. Yeah. 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 Like I love the Punisher arc, incredible. incredible. The Electra arc is like so whatever. You're just like Oh my dude. <laughs> like this uh, this is where we're at, huh? I like yeah, I don't know. Season three a lot more than I like season two in general. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yes. I yeah. Uh, the reason that I'm rewatching it is because my memories of season three uh, were kind of a lot of just like passive watching, and so I felt like I should go and actually actively watch that, like properly pay attention to it. So that's where Can I'm. I at. just I, I'm just gonna put this out there. Okay. Again, because it needs to be said. All right. Villains make the superhero. And the Marvel series on Netflix is literally the perfect example. Season three of Daredevil is great because the villain is so fun to watch. And it's like compelling to watch the two of them spar. Yeah. Right? Uh, Jessica Jones season one is phenomenal. In fact, it's proven. It's proven how good season one's villain is because in season two, the one good episode is the one where he then shows up again. Yeah. Every other episode sucks. It's terrible. But that, and then he shows up and be like, oh, this shit going to get spicy. And it proceeds not to get spicy. <laughs> uh, every, yeah, every, and then, you know, um, uh, oh my God, my brain died for the next, the next two. There's literally two other shows and my brain just died. Luke Cage, Luke Cage. Iron Fist. Lu Luke Cage, obviously. The first half of Luke Cage, mm -hmm. that first season was great, was great. And then it like meandered because there was no villain well, anymore. I, it was yeah. like, well, there maybe might be a villain. And then yeah. Iron Fist literally had no no true villain. And no, so the villain the, the like, villain was the actor for Danny Rand, actually. Funny enough. <laughs> Good night, everybody. <laughs> he, he was the one that every episode battled against. Yeah. Man. Mm -hmm. And he came on screen <laughs> during Defenders. And I I literally had an audible, oh fuck. Because <laughs> I forgot that he and it happens in the first like 30 seconds of the defenders. He just shows up and it's like, ah shit, he's here. I forgot. Fucking forgot he exists. He's oh, the my end God. boss. Yeah. He's man. That character is kind of corny in itself, though. Like the comic book version of the Iron Fist is pretty cool, but I don't know how that how you can make that translate well to any live action thing. Maybe they redo it. Maybe it actually comes back because I think he's pretty important. But or maybe maybe they don't. Maybe that's where they go with uh, 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 Shang Chi or however. And I'm all fucked up because of Faggy's pronunciation there. I don't know how to say that show anymore. I just remembered that the villain in Defenders is um. The hand. That actress I really like. Sigourney Weaver. Remember. Sigourney Weaver. Sigourney Weaver. Yeah. She's great. I she's somehow great forgot that. Because I was like, wait, you're talking about villains. Yeah, and I remember I remember that was the only thing I remembered about that show. Yes. <laughs> well she's fantastic in it. She's like again, a level of acting that is like, you know, it, it, you can see it on the on the screen. You're just like, she's so good at this. Like she commands she's interesting, her. she commands the room. It's yeah. Could you and imagine like, like? I mean, she's great till she gets her head cut off. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So. Like I couldn't. I don't know. Like I, I feel bad for her. 
Because it's just, it's She's like, doing it's like, fine. I don't feel bad. No, for I her. mean, like, she was dope in that. She was great. No, because she didn't have a lot to work with. Like, she did the best that she could do, but it's like if you're a world star chef and somebody hands you, like, just world star, world star, part. world star, look at this sushi, right? world star, world, world star. class, world class chef. And somebody's like, here's a blue box of mac and cheese and some spam. Make magic happen. You've obviously never watched Chopped because that's pretty much what it is. <laughs> Wait, what's Chopped? Four- oh, Chopped. You, chop? you should watch Chopped. It's great. Great. It's, it's on, like uh... chefs. They compete and they have a basket. I think there's the Netflix shows. a bunch of bullshit. Yeah. And uh, they have they open up the basket, oh. and inside is a bunch of like nonsense. And they have to make like an actual good meal out of the nonsense. Yeah, I think right. it's on Netflix. It's really addictive. Is it? It's. I it's, feel like I would enjoy this show. Network. You should check it out. Oh, it's. I love it. I I enjoy the hell out of it. It's great. Like I just watched one the other day where uh, it was Alton Brown was like a guest judge, and he purposefully made the baskets ludicrously hard and so i was watching professional chefs not know what the fuck it was they didn't know what to do it was incredible they were just like it was great yeah i loved it. and then he then he would make he would make fun of them for it and he was like this tastes like something i would get at uh like a, a family retreat uh and then you know like well, don't chef- spoil the episode jesse g's um i can't it's great great <laughs> Here's my spoil. Every episode follows the exact same format. Yeah. Every single it's they start cooking something. Maybe will go wrong in the kitchen. Commercial break comes back. Did it go wrong? Who knows? Oh, you mean any cooking show ever meals? Yeah. Then they present their meals. Have you ever seen the difference between American and British kitchen nightmares? Uh, Yes. First off, it's crazy. I've watched. It's all, insane. Uh, I I have. Let me just let me just add to this. Hell's Kitchen. Uh huh. Same same thing. Um, Gordon Ramsay on Hell's Kitchen. It, you know, hams up the like. I'm oh I'm bloody awful. I don't want to treat you bloody terrible. Here's the thing. It is edited in a way. This is how I know TV is BS. <laughs> Hell's Kitchen, in that show, if you watch it back to back to back, like if you record all the episodes or you watch them online or whatever, you watch it back to back to back and there isn't a week in between, you start to realize that at the end of every episode, they do like a next time on Hell's Kitchen. Uh And there's like a guy with like a butcher knife. He's like, I'll kill your family. And there's like some guy like setting a thing on fire. And there's all this stuff. And then the next episode happens and none of that's in there. None of it. No, or yeah. it's or you realize it was like recontextualized, and they do that every single time. It's like next time at Hell's Kitchen, it's like I'll kill you, Golden Ramsey, I'll kill you. And then the next time, next episode, it's like with kindness. You're like, oh yeah, God, yeah. I hate this because you're talking about like how they make every episode the same thing reminds me of like a kitchen nightmares because they'll always be like, mm. will this family be able to bring it together? in time for their opening night and they always like cut to the father being like i'm done i'm out i'm done but then like when the actual next part of the episode airs it's always like you know 
Ramsey goes out. They they leave to smoke for like two seconds, and Ramsey's like, "What are you doing? What are you doing? This is your family. They need you. Your team I... needs you." And then they come back, and I was like, "That we... was the drama. Ten we... seconds." <clears throat> uh, Jesse, uh, vote to have Bronze always speak in that uh, voice. <laughs> Say I. I like in before YouTube comments are like. Bronze's accents are so bad. I speak three languages. Leave me alone. Boom. I Got love em. every bronze accent. I think Same. they're all they're all amazing. Great. They're ten out of ten. But you did remind me that Gordon Ramsay's best moments are when he leaves a restaurant, walks out the front door, and stands in front of a camera and goes, All right, so the problem yes, inside. Yes. He has that like moment every time. Every time. There's times he looks like he's legit like on Coke or something <laughs> have you noticed like because his hands will be like in fists at his waist and he's like but they can't help he's themselves. always does this he always does this and he'll be like at this point we've done everything we can to help them out now it's up to them let's see if they can pull it together and then he turns around and goes back into the restaurant there are times he seems like he's like <laughs> he's real all i know, can say is he's like jazzed you know you don't need to watch any other episode. Just go to Google, look up Amy's Baking Co. Gordon Ramsay. Watch the whole. That episode. is, that is it's psycho. Mind, Sometimes I choose my favorite Hell's Kitchen episodes and risk DMCA to co-watch them with the stream. And some episodes are just Crazy. insane. My favorite. One of thing. them we uncovered a criminal experience, uh, like a uh, enterprise, like a. Conspiracy, yeah. There was oh. like this crazy episode about a burger place in LA. <gasps> and like, we have grade A Wagyu beef. <laughs> yeah. And his <laughs> father was some kind of crime lord back in Australia. And he stole his son's money to make that restaurant. <laughs> the the girlfriend and son are like crying. He's like, Dad, Dad, <laughs> I gave you my money. Gordon's like, Hold on. The son is giving the father money. And now he's using it all to drive a wedge between him and his family. And the dad's like, what you don't understand, Gordon? I've got grade A Wagyu beef here. And then the chef is like, I wouldn't cook that way at all. I'd actually just use this as the burger I'd make. And he's like, well, I prefer my burger. It's grade A Wagyu. And Gordon's like... <laughs> I actually think this other burger is quite delicious. It has a nice scrumptious taste to it. Uh, is this, what kind of cheese is this? Uh, I love this. It's, it's, this is the kind of burger you should be serving. He's like, well, it's not my taste. I like grind a wagyu beef. Is that, is he just repeat that throughout the entire I swear yeah. to God, yeah. the man must say grade a wagyu beef about 800 times in that episode. It's insane. It, to the point the where Gordon's Jesse's like, shut up. Talking about is hilarious too, because the lady is like eating this burger that their chef has secretly made. And she's enjoying it, thinking that Gordon made it. And then he unveils like, this was made by your own chef. And do you remember this, Jesse? She starts choking she starts <coughs> and being like, it's just, just some flavor. It's just some seasoning. And he was like, yes, because you should season your meat. <laughs> she like chokes on the, fla on the flavor. <laughs> She's I like love that we know exactly which episode this is. Because I haven't watched this. 
Oh my god. Oh. <laughs> you gotta watch it. Dude. You gotta you gotta catch up to the yeah. great I every Aaron, time. I think Aaron's watched all that. I never uh, every never time partaken. you think this episode can't get weirder, the next five minutes get weirder. The fact that they have to like have a sit down with so he goes to like meet the the girlfriend and the the yeah. son and he's like I gave my father nineteen thousand dollars and he's like why why did you do that what was the purpose <laughs> and he's like he's my dad and I'm like I would never give my dad I'm like I love my parents and I never give them nineteen thousand dollars a lot of money like, oh, oh hell God. no that's ridiculous yeah. My favorite Gordon Ramsay thing, because I haven't seen very much uh, Hell's Kitchen, is when he's making a grilled cheese, and he like he cooks it in some like stone oven or some shit, and he like bites into it, and it's quite literally like he knows that he's fucked it up, but he just acts like everything's fine. Then he goes to take a bite of it, and he just chews and stares at the camera, and then the video just is. <laughs> it's great. It's really good. You should definitely check that out. I forgot. I've. Uh, it's just a random YouTube video of him like cooking a meal in like five minutes or something like that. My favorite factoid about Gordon. This is such a weird podcast intro. My favorite pod. My favorite fact about Gordon Ramsay. Uh, when he lost one of his Michelin stars, he wept. He cried. Like I oh, yeah. now know that that man can cry. So I. It, it humanizes him to me. Yeah, he lost the Michelin Aww. star. And he. Was, I didn't know he lost the, the Michelin worst, star. Was like it was the worst day of my life. Dang. So there you go. Don't lose your Michelin stars, chefs. Yeah. Sad times. I didn't Sad even times. know they could take it away. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But let's be clear. Michelin stars are also, when you look up what a Michelin star is, you're like, oh, Michelin, like the tires. The tires, and yeah. <laughs> it literally is a recommendation. Like, one star is like, this is worth the trip. And two stars is like, you definitely should drive there. And three stars is like, make your way through America's highways or whatever to get yeah. the greatest meal of your life. That's all it is. Yeah. It's just like something fun to say, though. It's true. But it's really the tire. It's the tire people. So It's the tire people, yeah. You know, put that in perspective. Accurate. I was reading this really interesting thing that uh, Michelin stars are kind of bullshit because apparently, like, Maybe I'm wrong, but last time I looked, like you can't get one if you don't serve alcohol. Oh, really? You have to. I didn't realize there was a, a alcohol. I was watching thing. this really interesting video about how, like, a, a majority of like Michelin star restaurants, like, or how hard it is to get one, like, if you're a noodle bar. And there is places like Jeju Noodle Bar that have them. Right. But, like, if you don't serve the right type of food, then it's not even considered, like, like, I don't know. There's a whole. I'll get into huh. this later. I'll get into this some other day. But say, like, most of the Michelin star places in LA are sushi. There's like yeah. two that are not, but most are sushi. There's so, very I mean, few American. Right. Well, there's but like if you serve less. Mexican food, you're gonna have a harder time getting a Michelin star. If you serve Absolutely. like Szechuan cuisine, because that's not deemed as like fancy as say like a it's steak fine place dining. or a sushi place. Yeah. 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 Yep. Yep, that's all accurate. Regardless think, of how good um, the food is. There's a food cart, though, that does have a Michelin star, I think, in uh, somewhere in Mexico. Isn't the um, family that owns Michelin French? So I imagine French cuisine is like yes. a huge key that, to that's it. That's why like, there's not that many Michelin stars in the U.S. compared to like Europe, because it's, it's right. a French-owned thing. Yeah. Well, there you go. Yeah. De cuisine. <clears throat> Makes sense. Speaking of an American-owned thing. 
Uh-huh. Marvel Cinematic Marvel Universe. <laughs> Marvel <laughs> Cinema. Bringing it back. So you guys watch that What If? I, I kind of feel like the What If conversation is going to be rather short, but maybe I'm completely wrong. Did y'all watch the What If? I did, yeah. Uh, I did, yes. D- did you, Jesse? I did. How do you feel? Jesse, let's have you start because I feel like you're going to have strong... <laughs> Stronger opinions than me, because I'm going to take psychic damage from Jesse's opinions on what if every week. Here we go. Are you ready for this? I have okay. a play by play because I had emotion. I had an emotional roller coaster this entire. So yep. all right, okay. The episode starts. Uh huh. And it's it's again episode one of Marvel's What If. By the way, uh, is it Jeffrey Wright? Yes, the guy from uh, a bunch of movies, obviously, but also from Westworld, who I love. Yep, amazing actor. I love that he is the watcher. I love the fact that the show's title, What If, he didn't go, What If? He went, What If? <laughs> or whatever he did. Like, he did like a whole thing. And I was like, It's really, I love ca- that. it's it's like, it's kind of, it's borderline campy, but also like, All right, that's pretty cool. Yeah, I was like, Super in. <laughs> the episode starts. Here's what I'll say I thought I was going to hate the animation. I actually loved the animation. I thought I, it was very well done. Yeah. I thought it was going to be like Star Wars Resistance. It was not. It was actually super. It looked great. Uh, there are some shots where I was like, I love this animation, I think, but I'm not going to go that far yet. And then um, what ended up happening is the episode began and it was literally just Captain America movie, except with Peggy Carter. Yep. And then it was very, very quick. They like did one of those things where it was like, and we're just going to rehash the movie, except imagine it is Peggy Carter now. And I was like, oh, boy, I knew this was going to suck. I hate this so much. And then I started to go up. Like, a roller coaster started. I was, like, going up a hill. I was like, wait a minute. This is actually, like, super fun. And, like, I love Peggy Carter doing this. And this is kind of interesting. And I like where this is going. And, oh, my God, wait a minute. She got the Tesseract. That's crazy. I love that they're going to take this entire. Oh, and they're making Iron Man with out of the Tesseract. And then Steve Rogers gets, and they're still in love. And I was like, I kind of love this. And then the moment Steve Rogers explodes <laughs> in the train. Right. And then it immediately goes back to Captain America, the movie. Except this time, Red Skull's plan isn't to use the Tesseract to like whatever the hell he was trying to do in the movie. I'm still not entirely sure. And his plan now is to open a portal to bring in a tentacle beast. I really was hoping it was going to be Shuma Garoth, by the way. I was too. Yeah, I was too. It was the just tentacles popped tentacle up beast. and I just went Shuma Garoth. And Eric goes, are you having a stroke? Like what? <laughs> What's wrong? And then I like went downhill again because then it just ended up back on the same path as Captain America. We're like, she's like, I'll save the dance or whatever. And I was like, oh, it, it turned out to be exactly what I thought it was going to be, which is like kind of a nothing burger where then she ends up in the future with, and it's like, hey, it's me. I'm, you know, here now with uh, Clint and uh, uh, Nick Fury. And I was like, ah, we were going in a direction that I was really excited about where I was like, this is going to be really different. And, like, way cooler than I thought it was going to be. And then it ended up being exactly what I thought it was going to be, which was just, like, the exact same story, but it's Peggy instead of Steve. Yeah. And that, I was like, mm. So I had, like, a rogue. I was, I was in the middle of the episode. I was ready to come on this podcast and be like, I was wrong. I was in my <laughs> own head thinking, like, I'm going to have to tell everyone how wrong I was. Like, how utterly wrong I was about this 
show and about this episode and like this kicks ass and then it ended up in the exact same place where i was like oh oh so it's just it's still the same story but like peggy yeah <laughs> i don't know it i and i wonder why they like went i i wonder if they went that way because then people can you know they can do their own what ifs of like if peggy carter was you know the helm of the avengers or the the head of the avengers if there is one the captain america of the avengers right um so so can i tell you this just reminded me like i thought this is why i think sometimes this show when bronze has great ideas (laughs) and i have to be like bronze you know that's not what they're gonna do right like Uh you know your idea is incredible but that's not what's gonna happen Uh uh-huh I had a bronze moment while watching when the train exploded. I was like, Oh my God, are they about, is this going to be like one of those things where it's a long, like this, what if it's connected to other, what ifs. And then we're going to see Steve Rogers as the winter soldier. And that's what I thought you're going to have to fight. I was like, Oh my God. I was like, that's actually genius. I was like, Oh my God. And then it was like, no, he's just in a castle. (laughs) He's like, fine. He's in a castle. Actually, didn't blow up for some reason. The indestructible mech was captured by Hydra, and uh, I was like, "Oh, this would be so good!" And they were like, "No, no, no, he's good. We're just gonna rehash the ending of, of Captain America." And I was like, "So, that was my reaction." Yeah, I thought there was a the 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 cool scene for me was when she, <clears throat> and it was the type of thing where. I felt like this could only exist in like an animated show because the uh, process of doing this as a stunt in a movie would probably be fucking insane. But when she takes the shield and like slams into the car and then lifts the car above her and like slams it down behind her and then does it again, I was like, all right, I like this animation. That that, that was, was a selling yeah. point. Yeah. Yeah. I thought that was the yeah. selling point for me. Um I also feel like she was a lot more brutal and it was fine because it was animated format. Yes. Yeah. Because there's times where it seems like she's straight up murking fools. Like, I don't feel like she's like, I have to make sure I don't kill these Nazis. You know, <laughs> it seems like she's just like straight murdering people and which is fine. But like, we know that Marvel, I feel like really shies away from that in their live action stuff because they're trying to go for that family friendly rating. But I feel like with the animation, they didn't have to do that. So her like beating the crap out of people felt a lot more visceral than it does in the movies because they don't have to worry about the rating. Right. Also, you can just do more with animation than you can with like physical bodies, right? Like what she can do, like you know, some of the stuff that was in the animation, I was like, damn, that's awesome. There's no way that they could fit that into like the first Captain America movie, you know, without it looking ridiculous, right? There's some moments in Captain America one where he does something similar, and you're like. Okay. <laughs> you know, like, that looks weird. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I, I thought it was fine. Like I it, I don't know what I expected from it. I think it uh I I will obviously watch the rest of the season. I would if I didn't have a show where I was kind of required to watch the <laughs> rest of the season. Um but I I do think that the idea of it not being like a canonical it is canonical, but it's like not the the timeline con- canonical. I don't know how else to say it. Um, to where it it doesn't 
have I'm not watching every single moment thinking like, oh, how's this gonna impact, you know, so and so or like is this a blah blah blah? It's just like, oh well, this is like a what if, right? Um so that the idea that I'm I'm a little bit less invested uh in it because of that, I think is very real. Um but bronze, what what did you think? What did you think of the uh the first episode or of the show in general? Well, I kind of thought it was gonna be like a like a thought experiment where it's like, oh, what, you know, what, what if? And I feel like there were things I liked about it and things I didn't like about it in the sense that I feel like the scope of it was way too large. So because of that, the pacing goes at breakneck speed and you don't get as many moments to like enjoy the banter between the characters and stuff like that because they're trying to cover a lot in 30 minutes. Like, it's impressive that they were able to basically summarize the entire Captain America film in 30 minutes. But on another hand, like, you don't really get a chance to process or, like, I feel like the editing suffers a lot because it's just like, Mm -hmm. and then this happened, and then this happened, and then this happened. It almost sounds like somebody's saying that to you. I personally, like, I don't think they need to do all that. Like, I don't think they needed to, to, like, like start it and leave it in a good place. I think they could have just been like, this is one story from this character in an alternate reality. And because that was what kept pulling me out of it. It's like, there would be a cute or funny moment and it would just be like, and cut and cut. And like, we got to move forward. Got to move forward. Well, it was so like a fade to the... black too. It wasn't like a hard cut. Yeah. It was just like fade to black. And it was like, Oh, okay. We're move on. That's because next... time had passed. Yeah. Obviously. <laughs> we're going to the next big set yeah. moment. Right. Yeah. It definitely felt like they were trying, like the show was rushing to get somewhere. And um, I wasn't the biggest fan of that, but I did think it was fun. I did like the animation style. I really liked some of the scenes that were in there. I liked the whole Stark thing of like the guy pushing buttons. And I think I would have, like I said, I I think I would have enjoyed it more if it felt more like a Batman, the animated series style pacing where Mm. you can tell like a smaller story in 30 minutes. But the parts where it lost me was like, I felt like they could have been so much more ambitious in scope because it kind of seems like they're like, well, what if Peggy Carter was Captain America? Well, then not really anything would change. It's like, yeah, and that's what's disappointing. Right. Yeah, because they spent the first half of the show showing like with with like people being like, oh, well, Peggy, like you're not a field trained officer. And it's like, she's not. So. Like I'm kind of interested in seeing what her approach is if given a if given a super soldier serum, or you know um, exploring that more. Like you know what she does differently than Steve Rogers versus what she does the same as Steve Rogers. Um, and I felt like they could have been more ambitious with that telling, instead of being like, well, if she had it, she still would have been gone for. 50 years and she still would have and I even then I was holding out where she's like well you know they, they tell her like oh like that was 50 years ago and she's like well we won the war and I thought for a split second Nick Fury was gonna be like no we didn't we lost oh that would be great yeah I thought for sure and I thought that was gonna lead into the next what if I was like oh shit what if they didn't that would have been and sick yeah because she got sucked in by the tesseract like, because we don't, like, it's not saying that she's not as competent as, as Steve. It's more so the premise that, like, well, if she got sucked in before she was done, 
like wouldn't that i was just ready you know i was i was ready for that like for him to be like we didn't like we lost you too early and we lost the war there was there's so much potential like i was convinced that after the train scene i was like oh my god we're gonna get like a love story but it's like a love story between the winter soldier and captain america which would be (laughs) perfect that'd be great and i was like and also we're gonna get peggy carter is going to stop the war and instead of disappearing in the ice she's gonna just be alive and it's gonna be like this is how she changed the future by having captain america exist between the 40s and like current time i was like oh shit we're gonna get like a whole different because they literally got the tesseract so there's no way that she's gonna go into the ice and they were like it wasn't ice it was tentacles and you're like oh <laughs> yeah oh i didn't like that part at all i did like that um, they gave her a sword yes the sword bit was great because that like i feel like that distinguishes her from him more i just don't think like and i love that they made jokes of like hey you could just end up selling war bonds you know yep uso style and i like that they made fun of that and they were like well she would never do that but i was also just like I was almost ex- more excited for the first half because, you know, people always romanticize time travel. Like, I wish I could go to a simpler time. I'm like, not if you're a woman or a minority, you don't. like. It's- <laughs> and so seeing her go through that, I was like, wow, even with Super Soldier Serum, when they were like, well, we wasted it. It went into your, every drop of the serum went into your body, so we might as well just flushed it down the toilet. Right. I was yeah. just like, oh my God. The worst. And that made me really excited for like, well, how is she gonna dismantle this? And it was just like Tony Stark gave her a suit. Yeah, the that line of dialogue sucked for me a little bit uh doubly, because first of all, the, the dialogue's like, wow, this guy's a fucking prick. Second of all, the person that was saying that, the actor is from West Wing, and he's like generally one of my favorite actors. <laughs> to see him say those lines, I was like, no, you're an asshole. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> so it sucked. Yeah. Yeah, that part was yeah. a little bit rough. They even they even tried the like re, like an early redemption arc for Tony Stark as well. Right? Mm. They even had like this like early on. Tony's going to be, it, it's kind of like the Tony that was in uh, the Agent Carter show. Sure. Where it was like, he's like, I'm the fun wingman. And and we got a little bit of that. It's interesting to see what, uh, Howard Stark, I'm sorry. Um, yeah. If I, said yeah, Tony. yeah. I know, I misspoke too. It's, it's for it's fine. humans, it's fine. Yes, yeah. Don't but, worry uh, about but it. like, you're off the show. It's, it's uh, <laughs> all right. I'll be, I'll be in bed. If you, um, if you know what we mean, then. Quit being pedantic. Yeah, yeah. Continue, Jesse. Yeah. Howard Stark. Ned Stark. The famous Ned, So when Ned Stark <laughs> made... When Ned Stark made the Iron Man suit... Uh-huh. Uh, for Mario. And he said... For Mario. <laughs> and he said, uh, resistance is futile to Tom Morello in the first Iron Man movie. Uh-huh. I'm with um, you. I'm with yeah, you. Yeah, it was like... It was a big moment for me. I've been waiting for that. Ever since the comics, I've been waiting for that moment. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it was great. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I had a point. Doesn't matter. Now that's a what if. <laughs> Thank you. That's a what if. That is. Yeah. 
Now that's a what if. Look, Mar- you know, Disney just needs, let's just talk about Disney at first. They just need to say fuck it and take all of the big IP that they own and throw it into a single universe. You know what I'm saying? Just make it, just that's call called, it. That, you, I believe that's called Kingdom Hearts. And damn it, Jesse, you, you took the, this is going to be like a 10 minute build up. And then I was going to say and call it Kingdom Hearts. Oh. Right, my and you bad. just uh, you just took the air out of the room, you know. <laughs> Don't worry, JP. No, you have the power inside of you. I know. Unlock Kingdom Hearts. Oh I know. boy, I know. It's great. They look. All I'm saying is, what if is a fun concept. It makes for fun little short stories and books. Mm-hmm. It makes for fun one-off comics. It in no way makes for actually like great TV. Because at least in comics, at least yet, yeah. you don't expect like everything to be. You know, like comics can allow for you to interpret things in between frames, and TV doesn't like do that very well. And it, it, and because it's more it's more passive than just reading a comic. Because reading a comic, you're like invested in it you're reading it you're doing the whole thing you're looking at the images and tv like i don't know i'm not that's why i said last week i've never been a fan of what ifs because they're never great they're always like all right that was fun they're never like well that was compelling tv i can't wait to see the next one i I love what if Uh, like in in comic book format i love them i think that the show is just it just took on way too much where it was like, well, clearly we have to encapsulate the entirety of the Captain America plot, and I was just like, you, you don't, yeah, you literally don't like that. That was uh, that was my biggest issue with it too, is that it was just re it it took Captain America's movie, and like literally took the plot beat by beat and said, what if we did something a little bit different? Like they could have just done that first scene and then done yeah. something completely and utterly different. Rather than having yeah. all these like tiebacks to the movies with like quite, quite literally every single like big moment from that film, I agree hundred percent. And the other thing I was excited about What If for is like they're not tied into Marvel canon, so they don't have to leave it in a neat place, right? And instead, they were like, "Well, we have to leave this to where it's it ends where the captain." I'm like, "No, you don't though, like because it's a What If." Yeah. You don't have to end it with 50 years later, you know, Peggy comes back and she gets recruited by Fury. Like, you don't have to leave it there because it's not part of the canon. So it doesn't have to have a neat little ending. It doesn't have to have any of that, right? So it was just really weird that the scope of it was so narrow. I also, maybe this is just, like, because I recently rewatched it um, because of our tier list, I think like this this episode in particular like you have to have seen the Captain America movie to truly recently to truly appreciate it all the little bits yeah that they kind of reference yeah i agree and i i think they've forgotten how old that movie is like we just rewatched it because we have a show called MCU crew and we're a little bit of MCU fanboys but like i don't expect your average person to have recently rewatched Captain America it's an older movie so it's like, well, unless you've recently watched that, I don't know if you would enjoy this episode. Maybe I'm wrong on that, but I don't think you would enjoy it as much. 
especially because the pacing is so fast. So it's, to me, it's just weird to be like so tied into, well, it has to start and end like Captain America did. I'm like, it literally doesn't. It's a what if. It could end any way you want it to. It could end with, I, with Peggy becoming the head of Hydra. Like, it doesn't matter. You know what I mean? Although. Like, and that's what makes it fun is that it doesn't matter. Maybe we don't see the big picture. Maybe. Maybe. The last episode is like Killmonger Iron Man and Peggy Carter and all the different characters as like an alt Avengers. And that's why they have to tell all these tales. And then they turn into zombies and die. That, like yeah. there's a zombies episode, so how does that fit into any they of they have it? to fight. They have to fight the zombies. But there's literally a zombie Iron Man and Captain America. So like, oh my god, how does god. That... they have to fight the zombies? Maybe. Like I don't know. everyone in chat's like saying, guys, they're clearly connected. It's like, well, how? Okay, so Peggy Carter dies. She becomes a zombie because there's clearly a Captain America zombie. In well, that fucking she, trailer, she's she's Captain Carter, not Captain. America. Come on, JP. Well, I guess so. So what? She goes to another reality like, with the Tesseract or some shit. I'm, I'm also just like placing maybe a lot of weight in the monologue at the beginning, where the Watcher literally says that these are realities that are not our own, right? And that his job is to watch and not interfere and all of that. So. I know that, like, with Loki, we could easily say, well, you know, you could just pluck things from wherever you want and put them in. I always saw that as a workaround for actors wanting out of the MCU or aging out of the MCU or whatever and opening the gate for other people to come in or to be able to tweak storylines and stuff like that or bring back characters who are dead. I didn't perceive that as like, well, now everything that MCU puts out, including what if is now could be brought in because like literally the opening monologue is like, there's a lot of different realities. This is just one of them. It's not mm -hmm. our reality, but we're going to take a look at it. So to be like, well, guys, it theoretically could. Well, I know that. But then why put that monologue at the beginning? Of I the, agree. Of the or, show? or even before that, even outside the show, like the, the trailer the trailer like clearly kind of shows that I don't think any of this is necessarily connected. I think it's all just pulled from like different multiverses, right? It's not all, it's say, not one alt verse. The Dr. Strange episode trailer, Spider-Man episode. Uh, maybe. I don't know. Like it looks great. The Dr. Strange one looks dope. I'm really, it looks visually like, so I want to see that one. Like it's, it's oh I, yeah. It's, it's, I don't want to not I, I watch think, the show. I, I definitely yeah. will watch this stuff. Yeah. There's just you know I I, I I don't know. Like I just I the worst part about this episode is like I was in it. I had a moment where I was like, this has the potential to be amazing. Like I I honestly while watching was like I have to go. I don't have to tell everyone how wrong I was because this is so cool. And then they were like, <laughs> it ain't that cool. And I was like, oh, oh, oh. yeah, that's it. It sucks that they were like, and then in the end, it's the exact same thing, except it's Peggy this time. I was like, that sucks. That's not a what if. That's not like what ifs are like, and this is how everything changed, how different everything was because of this one decision. Mm -hmm. And this what if was like, it's literally the exact same thing. Hmm. Yeah. Not, I also like 
I had two theories when the the Hydra Stomper fell in that chasm. And one was like, oh, I wonder if Steve Rogers is going to be the Winter Soldier. And the other was like, no, it would be so sad if that he always gets frozen in ice. Like if the Tesseract somehow keeps him alive, Howard Stark goes out of his way to say that the Hydra Stomper is indestructible. And then like Peggy's an old woman who's retired after like defeating Thanos and he just gets thought out. Yo, that say- would also be so good. That would be such a and good twist like, on the one. What does he does he always get frozen? He never gets it. But instead they were like, no, 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 it's still Peggy that gets frozen. But I was like, but he's encased in ice in a machine that's like indestructible, that's powered by a tesseract. I I know people would be like, well, he'd die. How would he eat? I don't know. Magic. It's the MCU. (laughs) So I was like, yo, that would be crazy if like no matter what, he still ends up in ice for 50 years. Oops. You know, that would be so sad. And then, like, I don't know. But that was just, but then that didn't go anywhere, and I felt debated. Because then, like, two minutes later, they're like, no, we got the Tesseract, we got the Stomper back, and Steve Rogers is okay. And I was like, I, I, he's not Winter Soldier, and he's not encased in ice. He's just bad. That's weird. It's interesting because I, looking at like where the show falls into, um, like release wise where the mcu uh universe is currently at i feel like the entire reason that this show exists is to prep people for the absurdity that's coming later this year right like the the idea that all of this shit could just get real crazy i feel is 100 percent there so when uh no way home comes out people are like oh this show okay they're actually going to kind of do this weird shit um because otherwise, the idea of them just going straight into the multiverse, if you haven't had seen... Like, this is a second attempt to bring people into the idea of the multiverse, right? Loki was the first. This is the second. Hopefully, by the time some of these other later films come out uh, this year, people will be keen to what the idea of, of that could look like or could be. You don't think so? I think you're probably... No, I think you're probably right. I just wish that they'd give the audience more credit. And they, again, what if <laughs> Danny DeVito was Iron Man? <laughs> just saying it. Not this again, Jesse. You just so really... I started blasting. <laughs> pew, pew, pew. Wait. It would be amazing. If it was a Danny DeVito Iron Man, his yes. suit would just look like the juggernaut, but like smaller. Yeah. Wouldn't that <laughs> yeah. be great? So I started anyway, yeah. so I started blasting. Right? That's when it comes when it comes on, like, are you Iron Man? He's like, Yeah, it was blasting those guys. And it actually isn't Danny DeVito, it's Frank Reynolds is Iron Man. <laughs> pew, pew. Yeah. Be great. It'd be great. It'd be amazing. Um You know, I think like to to just clarify. Okay. I d- because I think I'm going to be honest. I think people aren't going to be like they just shout in the episode. I I liked it. I think that's I think why did, I had yeah. like yeah. I, I, that's what I was going to ask. I was like, did we like it, Jesse? Did you not like it? I liked. It's okay. I mean, they're like it's but... hard to deny how cool the the plane scene was when she's like flying yeah. through the air and like ripping that. Like that was dope. It as was hell. awesome. There's some very yeah. There's some very good parts. Did I like the episode? I mean, 
you know, it was solidly okay. Was I disappointed by the ending? Yes. Incredibly disappointed by the ending. Like, I I thought the beginning was too fast. And I thought the, the, the beginning and the end sucked. I'll say that. But the middle was dope. I like the middle bits. The action the scenes part where I thought, played very well to the animation sequence, the animation yeah. uh, style of the show, for sure. I love oh. that there was a handle on the back of the Iron Man suit just for her. That was so cool. I love the two so of them cool. together. Is like, yeah, like kicking ass. I thought that was great. I could. It use really more made of that. you and wonder, then... like, how much of a more powerful duo Tony Stark and Steve Rogers would have been if they got along better. Like yes. we see a glimpse of that in Avengers in the first Avengers movie where he like bounces the repulsor blast off the shield and they mow down like a, a wave of aliens. But we don't see them just being like buddy, buddy mm-hmm. that much. But we got to see that with this, which is like, wow, they're a really powerful duo when they're together. Yep. When they work together, they get a lot done. Yeah. And I really like that. There's like a cute little handle just for her to- <laughs> Just for her to hold on to. Oh yeah, like, really yeah, cute. built into it, right? Yeah. <laughs> and he when like I took my soars break. up and kind of like gets her in range, and then she's like ripping planes apart. That that was really awesome. It was a great scene. Yeah, that was very good. There was a lot of great stuff like that. Uh, my biggest takeaway was that uh, when Pe- before Peggy went in and got you know superhero serumed, she was like, "Oh, it's me, Peggy Carter." And when she came out, she was like, "Hello, it's me, Peggy Carter." And I was like. Is that my is that my fetish? Do I like that? She's like, "What up, tiny man?" I was like, "Ah, uh, yes, the snoo snoo oh, no. fetish of, of oh, Jessica." Oh no, is this is this a thing I love? Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, I was like, "Break me, mama." Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Jesse was already saluting the second she came out of that. I frankly prefer Captain Carter. If I'm being honest. Oh God. Captain America. Who's that? Yeah. 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 I thought it was fine. I'm, I'm excited for the uh, the future episode. Marvel announced actually about uh, 15 minutes ago that uh, T'Challa, uh, the Star-Lord uh, T'Challa, will be on Wednesday. So we'll see where that just, goes. Again, that one's going to be a little weird. Let me ask a question. I need to know. Setup. This seems like a hard setup. Like, how do you, because the reason why. Oh, like how he becomes Star-Lord? Yeah, I mean, the reason why he's taken is because his dad is asking for him to be taken, right? That is why Yondu and the Ravagers kidnap him is because his dad is looking Mm. for him, right? T'Challa is not of space celestial origin. So uh, unless they... They'd have to retcon that T'Challa is actually the son of a celestial in order for Yondu to find him, unless they change why Yondu's trying to find him, in which case, what makes him Star-Lord? It's true. Well, here's, the, already... here's, here's the thing. Do, there's two... Like, I, I kind of think of the Guardians movies as one entity, right? They're telling, like, one story there. Um, does the What If episode just go and recap or change the first movie? Or do they go into the idea of like the second movie with his with his dad? It's it has to be it has to be first movie ish stuff because in some of the trailer things they show them getting together, right? 
but I don't know what, how the, many oh, of the Guardians them get do? together. Yeah, because oh. I mean, I'm, this is just me guessing, but like in the poster, it shows um, Gamora with Thanos's weapon. If you if you see the poster that has all of them on it, yeah, it yeah, looks very similar to this. In one of the rings, Gamora has Thanos's weapon. So my question is: Is Gamora the villain of? And these are things that I'd be more excited for. Like, is Gamora the the bad guy of this story because of whatever reason? I have no clue. But I don't know. I feel like the idea of Yondu just found this kid is kind of like, well, why was Yondu there? Why did Yondu take him? What was the purpose of him taking him? What was going like? You know, if, if we're gonna start there, then. It's a, I got I got questions that I hope have answers, and I know they won't. I know they're not. They're gonna zoom through the beginning, just like they zoom through the beginning of Peggy Carter, right? And that that's the stuff that uh, you know. That's what I didn't like about episode one is the zoom stuff where they like recap that story in ten minutes, or or they go from like big plot point to plot point to plot point and be like, "Well, this one's changed by this," right? Like, just tell me a story. Yeah. <laughs> Don't tell me like how this is different by each plot point. Uh, but we'll see. I don't know. I was just thinking. Yeah. Let me. I'm gonna. I'm finding this thing. Yeah. Find find that image for me. I'd love to. Uh, I'd love to see that. If you want to post it in the. Uh, uh, the Twitter group or something like that. Bronze, have you finished your thought, or is this an internal thought? Where are we going with this? She's thinking. Well, I was I was trying to think of like different scenarios in which you know T'Challa would be Star Lord. And honestly, they're all so grander scheme that I don't think, like as Jesse would say, that Marvel would do any of them. You might tell you what happens because uh the reviewers already have seen this episode. Here you go, buddy. I can tell you how they, they already- choose, I can tell you how they how they choose T'Challa. I don't God, want you to make me hate this going into it. I see that smile on your face, <laughs> that puckish smile. It is. And I want it is you to one know, of those like this one's gonna be stupid. <laughs> yeah, oh, I'm, yeah, no. Oh no, I see that, and I don't want you to tell me. Yeah, I, I'd rather I won't live you. for a few days in bliss, not knowing that it's like really dumb. Yeah, but there's the poster, and you can see it gives away some hints about what's coming, and I Let's think see. there's some really neat things on there. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Okay, I had not seen this. So we've got that's definitely Gamora wearing or wielding Thanos's weapon. That's yeah, definitely isn't that very also Thanos armor. Yes, I was gonna yeah, say. I, I yeah. think it's like what if Gamora was actually Thanos or something like that. I don't know. Uh, there's the Spider-Man is uh, Doctor Strange. Doctor look? Strange. What is going on here? I feel what if like this one's is... just like, what if we actually made a good Black Widow? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like, I can't tell what the Black Widow is. Well, I don't know what that would be. <clears throat> <Yeah. laughs> uh, That's definitely a vision with the Infinity Stones in his chest. I think. Yes. Yeah. That looks cool and as shit. Zombies and then zombies. Yep. There's the zombies, you know, zombies. Hawkeye and Cap. There's T'Challa. Yeah. But I thought this was supposed to be... Didn't they say this was nine episodes? 
Yes. I wonder what happens in the back not, half. There's literally the... a whole thing with Doctor Strange. There's like a Doctor Strange footage. Tons of it. So that's happening. Um, well, I'm very yeah, excited for at least three of the episodes because they feel like a pretty big departure. The Gamora, the Spider-Man, and the Vision. The T'Challa episode is just, I think it's going to be weird. I I mean, I hope that we get some, like, cool things. Uh, oh, here's another. Um, there's, so, there's other posters that feature, uh, it looks like, yeah, the Iron Man version of Killmonger. Oh, Thor. link that to me. Let's check it out. This seems like fan art, but I'll link it to you. <laughs> Oh no. I don't think this is a real I don't think this is a real title okay. that they would use. But oh, you, you mean what see... if poster.jpeg? <laughs> yes. It's from the direct though. The direct is usually a pretty uh reputable source. I don't know though, maybe. That's what I'm saying. I don't think this is a real thing. But you can see like some of the character models that are included. Again, let me just say for the record. What is the Black Widow thing? Is it like I no matter know. what, no matter where in the multiverse, Black Widow is just Black Widow? No matter He's where, still... it's the exact same character. She's the one constant in all of the universe is Black Widow. Oh, I have no didn't, clue. wasn't there a leak or something like that that we covered where they said that Thor was going to be party Thor, which is like from, it's like that's from the comics where he's just like a party boy? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, isn't I remember that a thing? us covering that leak. Yeah, there was like a. He wants to throw the greatest party of all time. I think that's what that was. Yeah, I think that's that episode. Bro Thor. Or Bro well, Thor. There's, a, there's Howard the Duck is featured in one episode. Ah, yeah. That's okay. Look, so that, that would from get. From the trailer. I'm looking at the trailer stuff right now. That would get us to nine. Is that interesting? Uh, it's fun, right? Like it's it's a it's a quirky thing. I don't think every episode needs to be like a uh, super serious retelling of the movie, right? I would I would I think we've all kind of said in one way or the other that we would just like a story that necessarily doesn't like recap a movie and explain how it's different point by point. Yeah. I, I, the reason why I keep saying Danny DeVito is like a joke is I want it to be as different as possible. That's the whole fun of a what if yeah. rather than it just be what we got for the first episode, which was literally Captain America, except Captain America was Peggy Carter. And instead of like a plan to drop bombs on the United States, it was let's open a portal. But other than that, it was roughly the same thing. Like it wasn't that much different. Um, it had some cool animation and, but at the end of the day, it was still like Peggy and Steve are still going to get together no matter what. Like that's the vibe, except you know, except they don't at the end yeah. as usual. Why? And it, but can't it was we no just different. have an episode of Thor trying to throw a great intergalactic rave? Like that would be super fun. I, yeah, it's great. I guess like coming from the paper book, like the comic book world, to me, it's like 
Uh, one of my favorite runs is Batman versus Alien. I wasn't like, well, how does this tie to the greater DC? Can-? You know, like I'm used to. Batman like, wouldn't kill an alien. He doesn't kill anyone. Com- you know, he doesn't use guns. Com- yeah, <laughs> comic books are insane, y'all. Like, right. they got like the weird. They will do. They'll go on a run with like the weirdest conceit. One of my favorite one shots is uh, um, Narf. Is it Narfleas? The weird orange lantern. And there's only one because he's greedy, trying to steal Christmas. Like, I love. I love that. I love Great. when they're just like, let's just get weird with it. I'm like, yeah, yeah. let's do that. Let's do it. Why not? Yeah. I, I think it would be fun. And be this fun. is just like, like wild space guest, 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 guest. Imagine. Oh, I see. Okay. If, You're taking a guess. If, like yeah, a guess to, a, I to guess. an end. I meant guess. You're going to like an end with a guest. I'm, I'm enunciating, and I added it to... Anyway, it doesn't... So, what I'm saying, JP... You've got a guest over, Jesse? Do you need to go? Oh, my God. I hate you so much. Anyway, so... (laughs) uh, No, the... um, Like, the idea of the... Like, the T'Challa episode, for example. What if, instead of Rocket Raccoon, it was Howard the Duck, right? Like, that was his Rocket the Raccoon. (laughs) Okay, you got me laughing already. That would be fun. (laughs) Yeah, that would be like okay, T'Challa, Star Lord, and and you know we have Howard the Duck, and you know sure Drax is there because he's gonna be hunting down Thanos, but like what if Thanos is actually Gamora? And like that shit is fun. Yeah. I would watch that. I agree, but I'm worried that it's gonna be you know so, like. And what if we'll see. Gamora's spot in the Guardians is taken by Nebula? Because mm. Gamora successfully becomes the heir that Thanos always wanted. And this leaves Nebula in the space to take her down. Instead of seeking Thanos' approval, she instead is like, I have to stop this, this you know, sort of mm. like Thanos' natural successor. And so then you would have Nebula. And like, I know she's kind of in it, the Guardians now, but like <sighs> as a more solidified member of the Guardians. They could go the route of... Uh... Drax actually kills Thanos and Gamora wants to kill Drax. And so the guardians are then pitted against Gamora or something like that. Yeah, I'd be, be into really that. Cool. Yeah. What if one yeah, of the guardians really from the beginning is Yondu? Oh, he just joins. Look anymore. Anytime I get to see that man, uh, as Yondu, so, like, what if I'm the idea it. is because he isn't like delivering, uh, uh, T'Challa to anyone's dad, he doesn't have that whole, like, I have to, you know, like, there isn't that tension between the two, like a father-son bond. It literally is like, hey, you're a cool... Even though it makes the beginning really dumb, where he's like, hey, you're a cool kid. Want to hang out in space? And T'Challa's like, sure, mister. And they go off to space together. Uh, I'm fine with that. Like, If we get to someplace that's cool, like I said, you can love parts of a thing and still you know, not like it, or you can hate parts of a thing and still love it. Yeah. So I'm like, fine, if it, you know if the beginning's lame, but the rest of it's dope. Like, all right, let's get there. Right? That's cool. Fine by me. I think it's... Uh... Go, go ahead, Bronze. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I think it's funny that, that they think that the audiences, like, can't handle it. Because I think Into the Spider-Verse proved that they can. Because it had a lot of hammy characters. You see what I did there? Hammy characters. Nice. And well done. Well done. Well done. It. Yeah, well done. You know, I think everybody loved like the the Nicolas Cage Spider Man War. 
and Peter Porker. It was like really cute, but then like there was we were still ser- like the overall story was still serious, right? Like it was still you still have an emotional connection to Miles Morales and his journey, and you really want to see him win mm. and his struggles with like realizing that his uncle is also like his enemy. Like I think there was a lot of really good emotional moments, but you also have Peter Porker, right? Which You're- I think is is great. You can do it. You can one hundred percent do it. And audiences aren't going to sit there and question, wait, so in another universe, Spider-Man's a pig? That's dumb. Like, the types of people that are going to feel that way, probably, that's probably not your target audience anyway. Yeah. The, the minute the minute you say multiverse, there are no rules anymore. Right? Mm-hmm. It isn't, it isn't, a, and that's, I think, just to be clear, my complaints have nothing to do with the coolness of the multiverse. I want it to be weird. I want it to be like, give me a like uh, iron ham, right? Like, I don't care. Like, you know, whatever. <laughs> Let's have fun. But I think, you know, what Bronze was saying earlier about story and pacing, I think is, is huge because that, that, that's how I get into what's going on. And if you don't take the time to like make me attached to the, the episode, then it's like, all right, well, that's the thing I watched. And now I'm basing my review on the thing I watched rather than like, I was so invested in this thing that I can overlook some of the problems that I had. You know, you're, you you have to review what you get. And what we got was like a fast paced, fun thing, but it wasn't like great. It was like fun. But it wasn't great. If all of this is leading to, and I don't, I'll preface this with, I don't read a lot of comics, uh, but I do know of this one scene and I did go actually, I, I think it was a what if uh, issue. Uh, if all of this is leading to the what if episode of Doctor Doom getting the Infinity Stones, that's great. I, I'd love to see that. I'd love to see that. That sounds like a what if season three kind of thing. Yeah, you know no, what it's, I mean? It's, it's we're we really gotta have a Doctor Doom first. I'll be in the fifth. I'll be in Doctor my fifties. Doctor Doom's <laughs> run as Iron Man is one of my favorites. Yeah, that, and it's one of those that people are like, "Really, Doctor Doom is Iron Man?" I'm like, "Yeah, Superior Iron Man, actually." freaking slaps have you seen the doctor doom with the infinity stones because that shit yes yes i just think doctor doom in general is a great character i would agree and i'm i hope that they they figure out how to translate that to the big screen yeah nervous but i hope that they can i think we all are they have failed every time so far that was fox admittedly right that wasn't right right but like there's some things that are very hard to big, big like bring to the big I don't, screen. I feel it's like true. I feel like it's not, and I feel like they were just like, "Well, people are gonna like this," and they they just didn't like copy the Doom formula one to one from the books. Whereas if they just did that, I think it would kind of work. Maybe I, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe not. I mean, they've been they've been able to manage it so far but let's also note that they've also failed a few times to bring the vibe of a thing it took them three movies to get thor right you know like there's some iron man movies where it's you know it isn't the right vibe for it uh you know captain america it was like i think they pretty much nailed captain america but i also think he's the easiest he's the easiest yeah he's he's like a character trope that exists in many media right and i think the problem with dr doom is he's not a trope like people see him as a trope 
uh, like a villain trope, but he's like an incredibly complicated. You like, can't fun put Doctor Doom in a box. <laughs> yeah, and I think that's very tough for people because he also you don't see his face most of the time. Right. And so like, and and then like, how do you get an actor, a famous actor, to be the named character, and you don't see his face? Even Josh Brolin, you see a little Josh Brolin in the face of Thanos. Right. This is like mm. you are in an iron mask most of the time. Well. And that and that's the problem is is you can see it you can see it in the the movies that every time there's an opportunity for them to take their masks off, they will. To the point where they develop technology that almost every hero now has the ability to just like think and their mask fades away, right? Like that's true. I don't know. I I wanted to touch on this real quick because I saw this article and I was like pulling it up. Uh, yeah, yeah. We're, we we're, were getting talking the about news, Thor so too. Let's, let's talk about it. Yeah, I this this article just came up by the Hollywood Reporter a couple of days ago, I think, yep. and it was right on the heels of us talking about how Thor two is like one of the worst movies of all time. Apparently, whoa, the director whoa. <laughs> didn't, didn't. Isn't that what we said? We said I don't it was, think we, we said, said it was one of the worst movies Marvel of all time. <laughs> I think we Marvel put it films, at the yes. complete yes worst Marvel food movies. Okay, yeah. let me let me amend that worst Marvel I will stand movie. By that statement. Look, if you want to, if anyone yeah. from Thor two wants to come on the show, you're welcome to. It's not the worst movie of all time. <laughs> just in the MCU, and I think like we were talking about how like oh it has like the sin of just being boring, not even just being bad, just being boring. Yes, the director. Uh, in an interview with the Hollywood Reporter, said that after Thor two, he lost his will to live. That's how bad the reception for it was, and that in his original cut, that's why you can't say it's the worst kill... movie of all time. Bronze man was having a right, tough time. yeah, yeah. Uh, which you know, as much as we, you know, might trash a show, I think like we have the maturity to not the person about it which i wish other people had that decency to just dislike something and move on versus like going and harassing somebody and saying they ruined thor i've always i always get annoyed when people say oh x y or z is ruined because it can never be ruined look at ragnarok you can always bring something back you know it, yeah. it, it's silly to me when people are like oh star wars is ruined this is ruined but he said um the critic and fandom mobs were brutal. And he said, I, I had lost the will to make movies. I lost the will to live as a director. I'm not blaming any person for that. The process was not good for me. So I came out of it having to rediscover the joy of filmmaking. Jeez. And so now he's finally got a new project, but he apparently just had a, had a tough time. Um, Sounds and he said that, uh, some known factors in the creative troubles that were plagued with Thor 2 was that they had a really tight production deadline and a script that was never finished when they were shooting it. Yeah, no, that makes sense. Also, yeah, I think like, if previously, we're gonna put, I'm not going to... Mm -hmm. No, I, I, there's no way I'd blame this dude. I think, you know, he was given what he was given. If we're going to, like, talk about where Thor went wrong, I think we need to figure out why they gave Kenneth Branagh so much like power over what Thor as a commodity was in the beginning yeah. and why everyone at Marvel agreed to make him like the love story slash like 
like I don't even know how to describe it. Like poetic hero. Like he is a Shakespearean inspired character in the yeah, films. He's not That's all fun in any of the movies. He's not fun. Yeah. And and I and I recall because you know I'm an I'm a thousand years old, but I recall when the first movie came out, all the reviews that were like marvel's love story and then in the second movie it's very obvious that's the same direction they wanted to go where it was like it's about jane and thor and that was the most boring part of the movie and it's so and i don't know if there was like a group of people like that but that like oh that might be because like according to this article like it was not meant for him to direct so it was initially wonder woman's director patty jenkins was supposed to be attached to the project. She bowed out, and she is quoted in this article as saying, I did not believe that I could make a good movie out of the script they were planning on doing. It would have looked like it was my fault. So she literally quit because she did not want to get blamed for the shortcomings of the film. And they, when you look at, like, so they say here, the version I had started off with had more childlike wonder. There was this imagery of children which started the whole thing. Uh, there was a slightly more magical quality. There was weird stuff going on back on Earth because of the convergence that allowed for some of these magical realism things. And there were major plot differences that were inverted in the cutting room and with additional photography. People such as Loki who had died were not dead. People who had broken up were back together again. I would think, I think I would like my version. Mm. So I have no doubt that as a director, this was a challenging task. Like I don't, you can't blame the director for the overall movie, especially a big budget Hollywood film. If anything, we've learned watching uh, what happened with uh, Justice League. Like you can like yeah. I, here, I'll say that the the giant long Snyder cut, the four hour thing, had so much superfluous nonsense that you definitely could cut stuff. But at the end, I was like, I enjoyed that movie so much better. And what the like the director is one cog in a machine of a lot of people, and a lot of those people don't know how to make movies, <laughs> they just know <laughs> what they want to sell. So, yeah, I, I just thought the entire article was interesting because he kind of doesn't shy away from going into it. And he actually said that he was really impressed with people like Taika because they're able to balance their creative vision against corporate demands. And that he just wasn't able to do that. Like matching what, what Disney wanted him to do. He couldn't, he had to basically compromise on his vision. But now because of Snyder, I feel like everybody wants their cut and he wants like his cut. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I feel like that kind of fucked Hollywood up. I agree with that statement. hundred percent. There's so many directors that come out and be like, well, my original cut was 36 hours long, <laughs> and it yeah, was my I see, vision. I feel like that's the new trend. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let 100%. me tell you, that is my fear for the Dune movie. Oh, it's already I'm happening. Convinced. It's already happening. Momoa's already out there saying like, oh, yeah, I wish. I hope we get to see his full six-hour cut, right? I'm letting you know there is no way that they're going to take that like franchise and cram it into two movies. There it's I good luck. I can't wait to see what happens, but good luck. Yeah. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. Anyways. Uh you guys want to jump into some more news? Sure. 
got some news. Uh, we've got the, the, the Shang-Chi reactions, I think, come tonight is the first embargo uh, after the premiere. Because um, I guess the premiere is tonight. Uh, drop so we get to see what people think. Spoilers. I hope it's, it's going to be a lot of cherry picked uh, tweets, and they're all going to say like, "Marvel Shang Chi reinvents the superhero formula" in different variations of that yeah. statement. Uh, <laughs> so we'll Look, review some wrong. of those next week, but it's probably going to be more of that. Um, what else is there? Uh, I I am curious. They they did announce that it will not be coming to um. Disney Plus on uh, September 3rd. So you're going to have to go to theaters to see it. Granted, we're what, two weeks out from that? Three weeks out Can from I tell that? You? So I went and saw Green Knight in theaters. Let me just, you know, for those of you who are like a little worried about going back to theaters, let me tell you. Uh huh. Um, Don't be. If you have mask worries, you, you should still be worried. I went and saw Green Knight. I was the only person in that theater who still wore his mask the entire time. Everyone else mass went off the minute the lights went down and i was like really oh oh yeah oh yeah <laughs> see I that's the like, thing here i if you can't trust people to not talk during the movie how the fuck right. are you gonna trust them to keep a mask on all <laughs> right yeah, thankfully green knight like wasn't too crazy crowded but like yeah the people were eating popcorn and stuff at the beginning and they just never put stuff back on man and i was like thankfully uh, I recently, because I had to do some stuff, had to get like one of those 24 hour COVID tests and it was like, you clear, but like, I was sitting That's there good. just like, if any of you people get me sick, I swear to God, I will like find who bought tickets for this show and track every one of you down. <laughs> That's your I was like, I, fortune mm, story. <laughs> yes. I was like real. I, I was looking around and I was like, I can't believe even I even had friends and I had to like death glare them. And I was like, Ahem. and they were like, I'm drinking my drink. I'm like, I swear to God. Let me tell you. Let me tell you. No one cared. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I do wonder how that's I feel like gonna impact the, the oh, yeah. movie sales, but go ahead, Bronze. Yeah. I was gonna say that did you see the Simu Liu kind of firing back at um at Disney over this? I'm trying to find the direct quote. Is this the quote where he says Bob Chapek? Yeah. Where he says we're not an experiment or no? Is that a different tweet? Yeah, because uh, the CEO of Disney said that uh, this is an experiment because it's the first time they're putting the film out just in movie theaters for 45 days and then it's coming to Disney Plus. So they don't know how it's going to do. The direct quote he said is on Shang-Chi, we think it's actually going to be an interesting experiment for us because it's only it's got only a 45 day window. And then Simu fired back kind of saying, like, we're not an experiment. Like, we're going to make history. Join us. And it, it does kind of suck when it's like your film isn't the one with the winning monetization model. Because yeah. if it fails, everyone's going to say, oh, it's because the because we've already been seeing reporting like that uh, with with Suicide Squad of like, oh, well, the film just didn't meet any of the box office expectations. I was like, people still aren't comfortable going to movie theaters yet. That's. You can't say that. That's so unfair to any movie right now or to Green Knight right now to be like, well, you know, the box office sales are less than it's like, well, it's it's only out in movie theaters. It's not on in any streaming services. People aren't feeling comfortable going to the movie theater yet. Like 
Why are we, the Delta variant is raging. Why are we sitting here comparing films that are being released in this time period to films that were being released in a pre-pandemic box office? It's just so yeah. unfair. Yeah. And I really hope that they're not setting up, you know, Shang-Chi for failure. For failure. Because I think that that would be so unfair to them to be like, well, it's an experiment. We're going to see how it does. It's like, that that's, doesn't seem fair to me because people are going to use those numbers and use it as justification for why it's not that good or these diversity films are never like they're going to use that as as a weapon to be like, oh, well, this flopped because Marvel's trying to be woke or whatever those people say, yeah. as opposed to no. looking at the data, which is like, well, this is the first film that was released like this. Yeah, I, I mean, I 100 percent agree, but I also feel like. I don't know this. You're you're 100% right, but I'm curious how much ScarJo's lawsuit plays into this. Mm. And it like I, I I feel like there has to be many many factors at play here. I obviously have no inside information, so me just I'm just mouthing off. But like I don't know. I I I wish the movie well. I hope it kicks ass just from a viewer standpoint. I think that Disney is like, you know, it's it, it reminds me of when years ago, the new Tomb Raider, the very first new like Tomb Raider came out uh -huh. and Square Enix was like, it sold 5 million copies and that was well below what we expected. So it's we don't have to make another one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They're like, it's a failure. And you're like, it's all five million what? Copies. You, sold, you sold so many copies. And they're I like, remember it's that, a yeah. failure. And I feel like, yeah, it's the prediction modeling and all the BS that goes along with running big businesses that it's like, well, you know, we're, we were expecting it to do better. It's like you didn't take into account what you were saying, a giant pandemic. But most of it is also people fear right now. Like people are being safe and they don't want to go. So, yeah, it seems like Disney's choices is like either release it only in theaters or release it in theaters and online and then risk being sued again and i know that you know they never do that so it's only in theaters but then that screws the actors and stuff because then it, you're right it opens them up to being like well that's see that's what happens yeah. when you make a dumb kung fu movie I don't, I don't know it sucks the whole thing sucks it's not a good place like, to, i just read a sure. comment it's like oh diversity films have a history of failing and i'm like but it's not a diversity film it's shanked it's just it's just has asian actors it's yeah it, also like and also like there's films that have had diverse cast that did really well like black yeah. panther and i don't think Crazy anybody's saying Asian. oh you asians was huge yeah, yeah. yeah also i don't I think will anybody's say saying that... like you have to like this movie otherwise you're racist no one's saying that it's just like <laughs> i feel like you know it's you can criticize the movie if you don't like it but the the entire idea of like setting it up so it doesn't sell and then pointing at that and saying, see, this is why they shouldn't have put. Well, this, this is why, why they we made that white people in movie. this movie. It would have made more money. Give me that Danny that Rand. Like, give me that motherfucking yeah. Iron Fist. Not Danny Rand. I'm going to say a thing that might come off as like Jesse, but it's super true. There's also like tons of Asian fetishism in like, you know, movie cinema totally. culture. Yeah. Where it's like, you know, like Kung Fu movies Which, and stuff. So like this, you know. I, I can see, you know, people being like, I don't, I don't see that as it's not a diversity film. It's like a fun action film. I can see that shit happening too, because, you know, 
it's 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 like an acceptance thing it's interesting to see what people are willing to accept and what they're not yeah so we will see that movie's coming out one way or the other uh on september 3rd Uh, um we got three weeks between now and then they might you know i think they i don't know how far out we were for black widow but when they said that that was coming to disney plus i don't think we were that far away from release um when they said it was going to be both at the same time so depending on what happens between now and then who knows uh but we do have the first reactions coming later tonight you can check out twitter for those we'll discuss them a little bit next week uh here's a fun story uh, that i don't know if you two will have reverence for have either of you watched agents of shield uh to completion no i only watched season one okay uh no as someone who has uh there are definitely characters in that show and actors in that show that are uh far and away the best uh parts of that show uh two of them being chloe bennett uh who recently left powerpuff girls the cw live action series due to- whoa 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 are you telling me that powerpuff girls is was so bad that chloe bennett had to leave well here's why <clears throat> she left due to quote scheduling conflicts yeah i'd leave so now a lot of people Is believe that code for something better came along. I think oh, so. Hell yes. Because yes. when Marvel calls, that might be something better just in general. Um, but a lot of people now believe that this is going to be her appearing in secret invasion, uh, the upcoming Disney plus, uh, series with, uh, Sam Jackson and a bunch of, uh, scrolls. Um, and now Elizabeth Henstridge, who plays a character in S.H.I.E.L.D., arguably one of the better char- characters in the show, uh, recently said that uh, she's in Atlanta filming. And there was a comment on Instagram asking if she was in the MCU. And she replied to it with a comment but smile emoji. So if that's all real, that could actually be real sick. She's definitely like Gemma Simmons' character uh, in, in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. is like, one of the best um and so if they're somehow getting back in there i wonder how that's gonna go from a canonical point of view don't do this yourself you know they're gonna put them in there and everyone's gonna think they're the characters and then she's like my name is donna johnson and you're gonna be (laughs) let down you're gonna do this yourself you're gonna be let down and you know what's gonna happen she's gonna be like scroll four don't do this to yourself (laughs) Don't the, do this the, to yourself, man. We pulled this one from a different uh, multiverse. <laughs> yeah, don't do this. His name, yeah, she's going to be like, my name's Ralph. Don't do this. Don't, you don't do this to yourself. Ralph? Like, yes, I'm Ralph. And then, you know, but call me Mephisto, right? <laughs> like, you know. I mean, I definitely yourself. think she's in the show. I just don't know what oh, yeah. her role is going to be in the show. Not the role you think. Not the Agent of S.H.I.E.L.D. <sighs> Man, but that would be... Uh, it's fucking like seven seasons worth of a character. Yeah, and it's not that character. They just brought her back to be in it because they hate you. Yeah. It's it's a real uh, weird... I'm trying to think of the best way to pitch you on getting the two of you to actually watch Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., but it's kind of hard to do, do it. that. It's such an absurd show. The, the final like three seasons of that show are there's time travel, there's space, there's uh, 
I mean, it's not necessarily, this is funny saying this, but it's not necessarily a spoiler to say that uh, Earth gets blown up and it just gets, it gets cracked in two. Uh, <laughs> some like crazy shit happens in the show. It's not, like, I, the episode to episode, I couldn't do. Like, it's the same reason why I can't watch Doc, uh, uh, Doctor Who. Like, it's just some mm. of it is so, I'm like, this sucks. They go into this the Matrix a- at one point for an entire season, and they flip the entire show on its head, and they're actually agents of Hydra. It's so gimmicky. I can't, I can't it is, deal with it's, it. It's very gimmicky. It's so gimmicky. Like, and the thing is, is Ghost I know for Rider a fact. Exist. <laughs> like, I know for a fact, having seen some things, there's some really cool episodes and moments. Yeah. Again, just like Doctor Who. There's some really cool things every once in a while. Like, wow, that was great. But then there's also like, okay, this is what what the hell is happening? I can't do it. I can't be invested in something like that. I can't do it to myself, JP. The Book of the Dead exist. <gasps> do they go to Hamanoptera? Oh, Connell. They actually do go to a temple like multiple times. You're that on is the like wrong the side of the-, of the river. It's a weird show. Benny. I've got the horses. Oh, boy. Bronze. Aziz Light. <laughs> Aziz Light. <laughs> that's, yeah. Look, that's a great movie. Now, that's a movie I could watch 80,000 times. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. Deathlock is in that show. He thanks you for your you're, eyes. You're- you're your selling eyes. it and somehow I'm my wallet is still empty. Lady Sif shows up in a season, like season two, maybe. <laughs> season three, maybe. There's nothing you can do that's gonna sell me on the show. I've it, I, I, like, look, I don't know how, a... I don't know how to tell you this. Like it is it is plagued by being what it is, and that is a CW show. It's an ABC show. Ooh, even worse. Yeah. No, I, I had to I had to classify what it's even an worse. ABC show. Ooh, is, never mind. Even worse. It is without an ABC show. Without a doubt, an ABC show. Mm-mm. It's it's rough. <laughs> it's definitely rough. Um, oh, we also didn't talk about this. Venom two got delayed, guys. <laughs> Venom. Venom. Isn't the sound that Yoshi makes? <laughs> yeah, Venom. Venom. It's true. It's true. When did it get delayed to? Uh, it's delays. It's released just a month before the scheduled debut. It is now coming out October 15th. I wonder if they're going to shape the entire marketing for that movie now to be a Halloween movie. Yes, absolutely. They're going to do like venom pumpkins and stuff. Oh, (laughs) it's happening. You know, that's happening or carnage pumpkins, like carnage, carnage, pumpkin, hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. Carnage candy. Ooh, a carnage corn. I'd eat that. Ooh, I would not. It's still candy corn, but candy you know, corn. Trash. Where, where do, hold on. Where do we fall as a show? Candy corn, bronze. We got one. I love it. We're two democratic. We love candy corn. We love candy corn. Candy corn sponsor of the MCU crew. Yes. Yeah. Let's go. Let's hear from no candy one. Corn. No one can trust anything we say anymore. Now, <laughs> now that we've come out as pro candy corn, everything yeah. else we say is, is nonsense. No one knows if they can trust us if we're going to lie about this. We're going to tell people to eat candy corn. We've lost the people's trust. 
What I even like is? I eat it on stream all the time. Is candy corn just like condensed sugar with food coloring? Like, what is candy? Yeah, it's corn? like honey. It's honey. It's like honey and wet. Yeah, pretty sure. Huh. I, I don't know where the wet. I don't know why I said wax, but yeah, because of the texture. It's like it's like honey. JP just described candy. I guess in a way I did. I guess you're right. That's just candy in general. Yeah. All right now. All right. If we're gonna do this, circus peanuts go. No. Do I have to have had them at a circus? No, but you know those peanuts that are not peanuts. They're like they're in like the little, little the pink little things. Wait, hold on. I'm googling. Just like stale you know marshmallows, aren't they? Circus Kinda, peanuts, but not really. All I'm saying is, oh. if you can like candy corn and not like those, then we have a huge problem. To be honest, we have a huge I, problem. I know. I'm looking at. I googled those. I I don't think I, I know what they are. I don't think I've ever actually had one. All I'm saying is, we. We have got some weird taste issues. All right. This is all I need to know. I need to know. I'm just, this is the thing that matters to me. Watermelon Sour Patch Kids. Yes. All right. Bronze, you may live. JP? I mean, in a world where I enjoy any type JP? of Sour Patch Kids, sure. JP? Yeah, sure. It's prob Watermelon's like probably generally a flavor that I would go for. Great. Okay. As long as we're on the same page. I wouldn't want anything bad to happen to the two of you. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's how strongly you feel. I don't know, man. I like a lot of candy. I think I just have like a sweet tooth. So... What about let's let's bring it back to the movies. What do you what do you eat when you go to the theater? When you went to the theater? Nothing. Not, you don't get anything. I'm not going to be I'm not going to be popular here. Red vines. I get red vines and popcorn. Hey, that's that's a choice. I usually end up going out to eat with friends beforehand. And so then I don't eat during the I'll get a drink though. I'll get like the like giant tub of some drink that'll kill me. Yeah. Or depending on the theater, alcohol. But uh yeah, usually you've seen this, JP. Usually I'll we go out to eat. That's true. We go out to I'm theater, like, yeah. Or go out to eat. Yeah, and then I'm like, we I go don't out want, to the theater before nothing. the theater. Yeah. Yeah. Where did we and go? Then, uh, oh, that's right. We went out to the fucking that uh that steakhouse. that steakhouse with robbie yeah that was that was good yeah uh and yeah i don't know i'm not a big I like a movie eat eating. guy we went and had we went and had that uh as the gordon ramsay chef would say jesse where do we go uh i don't i don't remember the name of it, it we had a specific though. type of beef do you remember oh a great waggy yeah um yes. it was it was delicious and then we went and saw uh endgame yeah it was I, lovely i think what we a went, lovely time what's the name of that place Is let it... me tell you how much of a nerd i am i literally went to texas to go watch the and i did this for a star wars movie as well it's true just to watch it with people yeah i know watch that, it with friends in like it like well it one of those time. What what was that that we saw? Was that Civil War that Twitch rented out that? Because uh, I won. So back in the day when I was good at video games, I uh, won a Battlefront tournament against Jericho in the finals. <laughs> Get wrecked, you big idiot. <laughs> and the winner of that got a private screening of an upcoming Star Wars movie. However, there was no upcoming Star Wars movie, so I asked Twitch if I could just see uh, Civil War. And they said, yeah, we'll rent out a theater for you. Which which theater? 
So we rented out a uh, theater in San Antonio, and that's where Jesse came in. And I think it was for Civil War. That was a pretty good deal. It was a pretty good tournament yeah, win. I think I, uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't remember. I don't remember. Oh, was it Rogue One? I saw something with you. Might have, no, it wasn't. No, Rogue you saw. One. We that's... saw the first Star Wars movie. The like, uh, or sorry, the 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 first of the the bad ones. <laughs> I don't think so because I remember seeing that one. With Maybe it was the final of the, the time. time. Maybe it was the final of the. It, it wasn't the last one because I remember seeing that in a theater by myself because none of my friends were home. And so I went to go watch it, and I left even more angry. Maybe it was the it second myself. one. Maybe I don't. I think it was the first one. Uh, I think it. I, I think, think it, it was. I don't oh, no, matter. It doesn't. It literally no, doesn't no. matter. I think it was episode seven because it was the first time I had seen a Star Wars movie with Aaron before, and we were sitting there in the theater, and it was obviously it's the beginning of the Star Wars movie where it's dead quiet, and then out of nowhere the Star Wars fucking song starts, and she jumped. I was like, what the fuck? This is so loud. Why is it why is it doing this? And I said, What do you mean? It's the Star Wars movie. She goes, Well, I've never never seen this. And I said, You've never seen a Star Wars movie? And that was when Oof. I knew I had fucked up. Um, can I tell you, can I tell you something I realized while thinking about timelines? Oh God. I've never made it through a complete trilogy with a single girlfriend. <laughs> I was like, all right, so no, I definitely saw the first one with the girlfriend. And I was like, oh, wait, Lord of the Rings. Let's go. I saw the first one with the girlfriend. I did not make it to the end of that trilogy <laughs> with the same girl. What a weird classification. <laughs> I realized that every trilogy of films I've ever seen, I've started with one girlfriend and never made it to the end. I've never made it that three year span. And I want to let everyone know that's a problem. That's not good. That's not, that's not good. Well, I mean, it's actually fine because that means that you didn't find the the right one yet. You know, you got to think. I have, of... I have on numerous occasions bought tickets for the two of us and then oh. not made it to that movie, and then <laughs> I bought tickets and didn't make it to that film. Yeah. Oh. Cheers, okay. everyone. Okay. I'm seeing if Ugh. there's any more news. Zero news. The only news here is that. I'm hoping Bronze will start seeing trilogy movies with me, and maybe Whoa. I can make it through the end. Whoa. Don't laugh at that. Don't, you're not supposed to be like, Whoa. <laughs> no. Liz, <laughs> you're ruining it now. You don't even like candy Ugh. corn. That's true. Oh, yeah, no. You right, fucked right, up look, at the candy corn It's not going to work, but like. Yeah. You're supposed to care about what other people eat a lot. You know, that's the internet Chad move. You're supposed to be like, I do Ooh. not care what other people eat at all. No, you're supposed to. Not a, no, it's the Chad move. You're supposed to freak out. The Chad move. I saw, other people's preferences. I saw, a thing, I saw a thing on Reddit where this woman posted that she thinks it's uh, awful and gross when she goes on a date with guys and they order appetizers or dessert. And she said, I'm supposed to order the appetizers and dessert. You're supposed to have a meal. Men are supposed to have meals. And I was like, what a crazy take to have. No, that's a bad like, take. Men eat meals, not appetizers and desserts. She said, if you want some, just take a fork and take a bite. See, that like, would be like. That's a bad take right there. Yeah, that's how you get stabbed in the hand with a fork. That I you mean, know? that's a little extra. I, I mean, sure. Yeah. But I'm no, not going to say that on air. Thank, thank there you go nice in G, nice in gtrp yep, in GTR, yep, yeah yep, 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 i don't yep, like yep, people yep. picking at my food it's disgusting yep. it's true. don't worry i won't pick at your food 
I'll let you eat all you that candy. Girl, I'll let you eat all that candy. I'll buy you more candy corn than you can imagine. You'll call me the candy corn king. I have all the candy. I'll, I'll be like, come home, be like, baby girl, I brought you candy corn. You'll be like, is this candy corn for me? And I'll be like, it always was. <laughs> the disapproving look on your face is worth it every time. The look of just like, Jesse. I don't know what happened. Is every time. It does it for me. That's <laughs> I don't know what just happened. Uh, last bit of news. The Marvel Shang-Chi runtime has been revealed. Two hours and 12 minutes. Breaking news. Two hours and 12 minutes. What is the minutes. average film? This seems like average. Seems, seems very like average. 90 normal. minutes, right? Yeah. It's like 90 to two like hours. 90, yeah. yeah, 90 minutes. I hours. mean, that's like a kid's movie. 90 minutes. Yeah. I feel like most Marvel films are like two. They're like two-ish. 220, something like that. I yeah. wonder... What happens when you Google what is the average runtime of a Marvel movie? Uh, nope, that's not necessarily. No, creepy. I don't think anyone's truly ever cared. It, yeah, most of them are around two hours, pretty much. Yeah. Avengers Infinity most... War. God, that movie's two hours and 40 minutes long. Yeah. I didn't know that. Most animated films, like for kids, are like eighty-three minutes ish. Yeah, because kids, because kids is dumb, and they don't got big expansion brainiums and don't all have attention for it. There, you know, I gotta say, uh, that's one thing I don't miss about Bollywood is, for the longest time, I think it's a little bit better now. The average yeah. film length is three hours, and there's always an intermission. That's what I remember when I like grew up there. Was like every you film mean- is two hours. Or three hours. Sorry. Amazing. Long ass time. I think that sounds great. I would love to be able to like, after a big dance number, get up, stretch. Like yeah, you have the, like a maybe then I buy popcorn. And oh, they yeah. try to insert intermissions in movies where like they don't have them because the intermission, like so when I watched Harry Potter when I lived in India, they introduced a intermission in the film even though there wasn't one because intermissions were like such a big part of movie theater i don't know if that's still a thing because obviously i haven't lived there for you know when good, oh my god years, when was the intermission years, but when was the intermission was it like it was in a really bad spot ron it was you at a really bad spot yourself ron no i've got to do it harry's the only one that can make no ronald you can't and then like intermission let's all go to the lobby let's all yeah. go to the lobby yeah. like the popcorn's dancing right i feel like that's the best spot yeah Don't know yeah it's super one. they introduced it i remember the movie where it stuck out the most you guys remember a movie called triple x yeah yeah yeah. with vin uh, diesel yes yeah one of the greatest yeah. films of our time yes he i don't extreme. remember exactly where it was in that movie but the intermission in that movie was like at least at the movie theater i went to was not at a good spot it was like really bad. Was spot. it where Sam Jackson was like, "Listen here, bit," and it like cuts off and it's like, "Let's all go to the." Line. Was it like in the middle of a line, or what was the? It's just so weird to have an intermission in a short movie. But I think it's like people expect it. Like, oh yeah, there's going to be an intermission. That's when I'm going to go get my snacks and pee. Ronald. Especially if you get the big drinks like Jesse does, you're bold because I always want to get like the big gallon drink, but I'm like, am I gonna get up and 
move past all these people to go pee? No. Well, that's why we share. I get the big drink. You get a little sick. I think that's going to do it for us this week. I don't think there's any other news. Episode over, it is? No, oh God. Yoda's coming back. He's back. Back Yoda is not. Here always been. Can we get a Yoda with a Yoshi interacting? Small dinosaur you are, hmm? Yoshi! Mm. Name? What you say? Yoshi! Mm. Friend Mario? You are? Yoshi! Mm. Stupid this bit is. JP asked too much. <laughs> No, In we're, the episode you show. We're just because build- he writes him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're just we're building the MCU crew That's universe. Episode right you show. This is this is, and then Mickey shows up. Now, if, now Yoshi. it's a Kingdom Hearts game. Oh no, Yoshi! Yes, you have. That's not actually Yoda. That's Xehanort. Yep. You've got to defeat him. Yep. You thought you could defeat me, Mickey Mouse. I have transformed into Yoda, but I put an X in it, and its name is now Doxoy. I am Doxoy. That checks out. Doxoy. I am surprised that you know that much about Kingdom Hearts lore. Oh, trust me. I was in for two games and played the third one and was instantly out. So trust me when I say I know. I, I, I mean, the I know. fact that you just you just spun that and you did the organization thirteen trick on the name like that's yeah. impressive. Like the, the problem is I don't remember if that's a heartless or uh, the other one. It's an organization name. thirteen thing. No, but they have like an X, but then there's also like an X at the beginning. So there's Ansem, um, and then there's Zemnis. Correction, and then it's not like, an X with the thing. That's a key. Right. This is what. Look, that's how you this pronounce what, what it. Could Okay. You all, you all are fools. This could have been, and then <laughs> so anyway, started blasting, and then Xehanort's like, "No, you'll never defeat me, Daddy DeVito, as Iron Man." And then Mickey's like, "In your heart, Daddy, I know there's light." And then he's like, "Flashy!" And then Mario punches Xehanort in the face. Yep. You're welcome. We created a franchise, and you ruined it. Could have been good. Bronze, have you ever could've played Kingdom Hearts? I played some of the first one. Okay. Okay. It was the first. It was okay. The minute you realize bronze is like the adult in the room is like real sad for me. She's like, I played some of the first one. It was like, uh, stupid. And you're like, yeah. Oh no. I know it was stupid, but I, oh, yeah, yeah, no, no, it was about, it was about, it was about yeah. did you play the second one? <laughs> <laughs> well, the reason I kind of like clocked out was cause. There's like 40 of them across different consoles. There is. And then they were consolidating them, but then they did like. There's 11. 1.5, 2.5, and then they did like 2.7. You, you didn't play Kingdom Hearts 2.8 Dream Drop Distance under 11 squared X3 M6? Yeah. Seven? And I was like, this is a freaking scam. This is a laundering scheme. I or spent uh, 36 over 5. 
356 divided by 8. over 2? Or something like that. I, I spent about six months of my Twitch career streaming every single Kingdom Hearts game. And then Kingdom Hearts 3 came out, and it was a complete letdown. I made. Let me just say, I made it to Frozen and was out. I got to the Frozen level, and the minute it was the literal movie, I was like, I will never play this game again. Jesse, I 100%ed, not, I, I, I platinumed that game. Kingdom Hearts 3? Yeah. I value my time so much more than you. <laughs> I hundred percent. I think for third. me, it's like I for me the streaming experience has to be like a good one in order for me to like stick with it. Even if I don't like the game, I have to be able to like riff on it a little bit. And there's some communities that are cool with it, but Kingdom Hearts is not one of those communities. There's like you can make you can fun play. of certain aspects of it, but there are yeah. certain characters and things that are off limits. Hundred yes. percent. You're 100% correct. Yes, and if you point that out, there's, like, a lot of people, like, a majority of people watching that are going to be like, oh, my God, why are you even playing it then? Uh, you know, and you're just like, yeah, yeah. ugh. And that's also why I never beat Dragon Age. Oh, uh, yeah. Because I started it. I really liked Mass Effect, and then I started Dragon Age, and I was like, gosh, this whole Fade area kind of sucks. And then I was like, gosh, this whole Crossroads or Underdark area is kind of, like, long. It's kind of a grind. And, uh... Then I took Morgan out of my party because she just kept antagonizing the other players. And people were like, oh, once you get past this part, it gets good. Once you get past this part, it gets good. And I was like, y'all have been saying that for like six hours. And then people kept asking, like, why do you have the Mabari in your party instead of Morgan? And I was like, I just don't like her. And that became like a thing. And I was just like, gosh, these people are intolerable. So I just stopped streaming it. And I at to this day, Morgan is a bad a band name in my chat. Nice. Hey, and, and it, it like it it like purges you for ten minutes and says uh, your waifu is trash and so are you. Because I was just like <laughs> I, it's just my opinion on a character. Beautiful. Yeah, Ronz, I need like, I need you, let me let me help you. Yeah. All right, but, you need okay. to play. Look, I know you've had some bad experiences with fanboys, so I'm going to help you find a game that I think would really gel with you. Okay. All right. Okay. I think you should play Undertale. Dude, I, I think you should, you should play. You should play Undertale. I think Undertale. You should definitely play Undertale. Check out Undertale. And just like really it. passionately have opinions. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. think you should definitely give a critical review of Undertale. Yeah, you should like play it your own way and like not listen to anyone in chat. And if you have opinions on characters, loudly state them. Hmm. <laughs> and make make like YouTube clips and like put things on Twitter. Mm -hmm. Like definitely put like really promote that you're playing Undertale and like use hashtag Undertale at all times. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I didn't realize that Jesse no. was subjugated to the Undertale. Were you Jesse? Did you get eviscerated by the Undertale people? Just like I was. No, I uh I played it early and I said what i thought of it and i was like it's fine it's a fine game but like i'm not in like you know it's weird is not every fandom is like that because i know some people are gonna be like well every no you're wrong you've been in the wrong fandoms like when i played kotor yeah. i was afraid because i was like oh star wars nah there was like a couple of neckbeards in there but majority of people if i was like i don't like this character i really like this character this part's kind of boring but overall i like the story and they're all like yeah and I was like, what? Y'all are chill? What the fuck?
fuck? That's a thing? That's a thing you can be is chill? No way. There's a, it, there's a weird, like, connection people have to games sometimes. And it, sure, that's know. a word you could use. And, and, and sometimes people become a little obsessed over things from, like, that played a huge role in, like, their life as part of, like, the ethos, and they're caught up in it. And Undertale was one of those things where, like, people are just obsessed over it, over, like, the little minutiae, because it, it, it was like you're solving a mystery as well, and, like, you figured it out, and it's part of your... It's fine. It's, like, it's a fun game, it's fine. but uh, don't say anything bad about it at all ever yeah no uh undertale is a fine game that is our official mm -hmm. stance as the mcu yep, crew fine game. and now we're going to do shout outs and not speak of Love undertale the, uh, the fine game uh that yes. exists ever again yep give it a michelin star you know what fuck it give it two not three though not there i'm not going three michelin Three's stars hard. away like yeah yeah it's yeah, tough it's got to be like perfect yeah bronze do some shout outs where people check you out Hi, hello, I'm that bronze girl. Um, I've played like 60 hours of Back for Blood in like wow. five days. So clearly I need help, but I've really been enjoying it. I love horde mode games. So I think to scratch that itch, because I think the, the beta ends today, probably going to be diving into some more Vermintide. Super Ooh. excited for Darktide coming out soon. Uh, but yeah, this week I'm looking at, I think some Vermintide, Library of Ruina looks fun because I love deck building games. And um, I think some more Chernobylite. So nice. that's me. You can find me on uh, Twitter and on Twitch at that bronze girl. Awesome. Jesse, what's going on? Do some shout outs. Where can people well, check hey, out? Her, everyone. Uh, yeah, man. I got uh, all sorts of stuff happening this week. Um, working on a few projects, trying to get some things done. Um, but mostly the old hat of uh videos and streaming and if you want to see where streams end up at go to twitch no youtube.com slash cox clips is a place you can go now man i name everything very well so go to cox clips if you want to see see some of the vods because everyone is like i don't like how twitch does their vod system so you know you Do don't have anyone to worry that's about upset that no when they go there and not get what they are advertised as no they get what they're looking for okay Oh, okay. There's oh, a special. Get, okay. Oh. oh, they get what they're looking for. Okay. They know a exactly brisk? what they want. A, a, a bris? Oh, they know exactly what they get. <laughs> I was going to do shout outs, but I think I'm just going to end the show. I think I'm just getting <laughs> out of here. I think we're just done. We'll be back next week. We'll talk more. What if the T'Challa episode? on wednesday and then maybe talk about those uh previews of shang chi jesse is now a bobblehead for life he's been cursed this is his role and bronze is just hiding off screen she doesn't want to be clipped anymore she's done thank you guys for watching <clears throat> we'll see you next week for the best one hour podcast every single week on the mcu